Have you ever wondered what it's like to witness a murder? Forrest grabbed the knife and then just stabbed Johnny in one motion. Or how it feels to be shot. I was immediately hit by a barrage of bullets. Or how you would react if your spouse hired someone to kill you. And he was to put me in a grave with a bullet wound on my head. These are the stories you'll hear on the podcast called What Was That Like? True stories told by the actual person who went through it. You'll hear from a stalking victim. Came back upstairs and when I came back and turned the corner into my room, I saw him standing there. You'll hear from a man who was kidnapped and tortured. I would do anything, say anything, to simply get away. And you'll hear actual 911 calls. Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Take a deep breath. Oh my God! Real people in unreal situations. Search for What Was That Like on any podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. This podcast contains adult themes and language, and some of the things that we discuss may be disturbing to some listeners. In this podcast, we discuss sexual assault, torture, race, and murder. Listener discretion is advised. Bienvenidos, bitches, and buiti binafi. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Fruit Loops is a podcast about true crimes committed by people of color and the victims that we do not hear or know much about. Contrary to popular belief, not all serial killers are straight cis white dudes. What? No, that's right. There are many well-documented cases of serial killers of color and Fruit Loops is a podcast all about them. We will take deep dives into the fascinating lives and crimes of serial killers and true crimes committed by people of color and the victims that the media and entertainment commonly leave out because the news is racist, allegedly. And we are Wendy and Beth. She's Wendy. I'm Beth. We're not journalists, investigators, or psychologists. Just a couple of gals interested in true crime. Also, the opinions expressed in this podcast are just that, our opinions. Please send any questions or comments to fruitloopspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 602-935-6294. And we may feature it on a future episode. Also, our website is fruitloopspod.com, and we use Fruit Loops Pod for all our social media. The footnotes for each episode can be found on our website. Plus, check it out for the different ways that you can support the show and become a Fruit Loops patron. So, Beth, tell the people. Who are we talking about today? I mean, what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, we're on a break. So today's episode is going to be a little different. This is an episode that we recorded for our patrons. The date we recorded it is in the title, so the stories are a little dated, and there could be more recent information available now. But anyway, what we do in these episodes is share news stories with each other that are trending on that date, mostly true crime, but anything that we find interesting and talk about what's going on on in the world. These patron-only episodes are a little more conversational, personal, and less edited. And if you are already a patron at the $5 level, maybe you don't know that these are available to you. Well, they are! <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! 
<laughs> just log into Patreon or Podbean, whichever platform you sign up for as a patron, and they will be there in your feed. We hope you enjoy this episode. To get more of these episodes, which we release weekly, become a patron at the $5 and uh, up tier. Yeah. Actually, there's no tier above $5, <laughs> but for some reason, people do it, and we thank you. And with that, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Extra, read all about it. Fruit Loops has some updates for you, and we are gonna shout it. Real quick, trigger warning this extra, extra news Fruit Loops episode contains discussions about sexual assault. So please protect yourself, take care of yourself, and enjoy the show. Um, I, I guess we should talk about the old black man in the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill yeah. Cosby. This is a crime story. Uh, he raped uh, dozens of women, uh, close to 60, uh, who have come forward. Six, six zero? Six zero. I think the number is Oh, my 56. God. I wow. Think, yeah. Uh, but look, don't fact check me. I'm not a real journalist. Um, but a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of rapes. Uh, so his uh, conviction was overturned. Now, he was uh, convicted of rape and sexual assault. Uh, he was serving a three to 10 year sentence outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> Just so many things about the story. But let me, uh, so he was released from prison this Wednesday after a Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's a whole state. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his 2018 conviction for sexual assault. Right. Um, it was a dramatic reversal, to say the least. Yeah. In Nobody one of, was expecting it. No. No way. Right. A dramatic reversal in one of the first high profile criminal trials of the hashtag Me Too era. And uh, he, it, he was it was a technicality. Basically, the prosecutor made a pinky promise kind of deal uh he didn't sign anything it was just a, a verbal agreement that if cosby agreed to testify in this deposition truthfully that nothing he testified to would be used against him right. but his revelations were so fucking egregious yeah that you they gave just them couldn't. drugs yeah yeah <laughs> you did what wait did do, you, do i think he's he was asked um were they coherent enough to consent he said i don't know <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, the prosecutor who made that little sweetheart deal with him left the prosecutor's office, and there was a new person who took his place. And the replacement saw this deposition transcript and said, "Oh hell no, we are trying this motherfucker." <laughs> now there, so again, there were like fifty six victims is the the number I am recalling from watching the news um so he wasn't released because he was innocent right it, it was a technicality it's right you know he did still admit to um hurting these women and giving them qu quaaludes yeah and then to top it all off felicia rashad um one of the greatest black women she's the dean at howard uh and whenever i hear howard I, in my mind i'm like uh h-u you know <laughs> that's what they say about how <laughs> uh it's hbc for all of the people that don't know but uh felicia rashad she played um mrs claire huxtable on the mm -hmm. cosby's by the way isn't it weird that it's called the cosby's but their last name was huxtable <laughs> oh I just yeah 
realize that. The yeah. Cosby show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, huh. so. I, you know what? I never thought about that. Yeah. I, just in all these years. Yeah. yeah. And Felicia Rashad tweeted something like, this is, this, uh, you know, finally justice is served. Um, right. And Black Twitter was like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> Felicia Rashad, are you okay? And D- Debbie Allen is her sister. And they were like, Debbie Allen, come get your, come get your sister. And she's <laughs> wilding out here. And um, Felicia Rashad, I think, I'm not sure if she's had to apologize. Cause she, again, is a Dean at Howard. There are young women and um, people who attend that school who look up to her and for right. her to basically say that this behavior is acceptable um, it doesn't make students who might come to her with a, an issue of sexual assault. It doesn't make them feel safe, right? That's, right she's right. not creating a safe space. Um, and then, man, all these old Black people, I, I don't know what to say about them. Judge Joe Brown. You know who Judge Joe Brown is? Tell me. He's a TV judge. Uh, he's like the Black Judge Judy. Oh, right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. you know, uh, so- side note, he was thrust into fame because he was the judge who presided over the James Earl Ray case for the his um, assassination of Martin Luther King. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I didn't either. Uh, so That's nuts. I, that is nuts. But he's in his 70s and he went on the, uh, the yeah, uh, he was on, what was the show? I think it's Black News. Uh, yeah, there's a whole Black News channel. <laughs> I didn't it's know. It's called Black News? It's called Black News Tonight with oh, Mark tonight. Lamont Hill. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so he was uh, being interviewed by Mark Lamont Hill, who's an important voice for Black people. But uh, so he hosts the show and the judge was like, all these bimbos and clout oh chasers God, and just victim blamed the oh, shit. And Mark crap. Lamont Hill who is like a prolific writer and speaker was speechless. And uh, that yeah. Judge Joe Brown was, it was just disgusting. That's, that's garbage. Yeah, it yeah. was It was absolute garbage. So, basura. Basura. Good job, babe. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it is basura. But there's so many, there's so many layers to this. Bill Cosby, the Cosby show is a great show. The, the show Yeah, that hired, doesn't take anything that away doesn't take that, that away. the the show employed a lot of um black and brown people a lot of women right um and i i I, you're absolutely right it doesn't take away from that but what what bill cosby did is is deplorable yeah um i'm hoping he gets struck by lightning uh or something really (laughs) bad happens to him um well you know when you think about it he was sentenced to three to ten years yeah and oh yeah he didn't serve no 10 years but he he did serve uh almost almost three yeah so yeah you so know, there's that. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. If we try hard enough, there's there's some there's some silver linings in there, but there's a whole lot of bas- basura. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's silver linings or it's just like, uh, okay, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> I mean, he didn't kill anybody. Yeah. But you know what? I think um, that's a I, lot of women. That, that is he, a lot uh, of women. Violated. Yeah. 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 And they rape. I have heard characterized as murder of the soul or murder of the spirit. And I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, What else? Not a great time to be a woman. A judge denied Britney Spears' request to remove her father from her fucking conservatorship. That's been going on for the past 13 years. Yeah. Um, And 
the most of the hearings for her whole conservatorship case have been private, but Brittany asked for the audio to be released. Have you heard it? I haven't. What the fuck? Oh, you mean her her testimony? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I haven't heard it, but I read it. Oh, that's... It was in an article. I'm I'm assuming you were shocked. Yes. But hearing it, hearing it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Because she was describing shit like, she's been on lithium, and she doesn't want to be. Right. She wants... She has her boyfriend. I think his name's Sam. I follow her on Instagram. And her and Sam are in love. She wants to start a family with him. But she she has an IUD. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't won't let her her take take it out. out. What the actual fuck? Yeah, that's bullshit. The violation of this woman's body and life is absolutely absurd. She's working, making all kinds of money. um, And she should be able to enjoy herself, right? And live and do the things that she wants. Yeah, these conservatorships are are intended for old people who are like senile and can't take care of themselves anymore. Right, people who can't take care of themselves. Not for young women who are working had, productive yeah and and once had a, a mental break you know um, exactly exactly i know we treat yeah. mental health a lot differently today than we did 13 years ago i i mean we all made fun of the dude who put out that uh video on youtube leave britney alone yeah yeah but he was right the whole time i know i, I saw a funny <laughs> meme it was like remember that guy who kept saying free britney yeah and we were all assholes about it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and, I remember that. I was an asshole too. Uh, I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. On uh, like on closer a uh, closer inspection, there was a, a documentary about the Free Britney movement that came yeah. out yeah, recently. I, saw that. I think she might have been suffering from postpartum depression. It's and, very possible. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she wanted to see her kids. I think one of her babies had it was really really young, two maybe, and uh, nobody helped her. You know yeah. what I mean? They just ridiculed her. And now right. and when she went and shaved her head, it was because she was just sick and tired of people messing with her hair. You know? Tell, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's like and telling people, her what to do. Like she yeah. had like no agency. It's just right. um it's like slavery. It really yeah, um is terrible. just terrible. So I'm I'm team free Britney. Me too. Um and I just just thoughts and prayers that this woman um uh you gets know, gets free gets, from gets this. Free. Yeah. yeah. So that was horrible. What else? What other news? Uh, oh, this one is from Marcus. And boy, oh boy, is this fucked up. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> this has been Marcus. Fruit Loops News with <laughs> correspondent Marcus. Back to you, Marcus. Uh, so uh, did you hear the one about uh, the guy who... <laughs> shot and killed a whole family in Texas, Houston, Texas? No. Okay. Tell me about it. I will tell you. This happened this week. (laughs) Xavier Davis was arrested this week on unrelated charges. He was doing some other crimes. Uh, But he's also been charged with three counts of capital murder and one count of assault with a deadly weapon for allegedly... I guess we have to say that um, killing an entire family in Houston, Texas. Police allege that Davis went to the family's apartment. Oh, so it wasn't his family. No, no. He just showed up at the door. Uh, he he knocked and the father of the house answered the door. But uh, the little girl who survived 
um, said he was wearing a mask. And she was like, but my dad let him in. scary. Yeah. So he shot 29-year-old Donyevia Lagway, that's the mother, 35-year-old Gregory Carhi, the father, and six-year-old Harmony Cargi. The couple's 10-year-old daughter, they have not released this minor's name. Uh, She was shot in the arm and she played dead to avoid getting shot again. Oh, wow. Yeah. And again, she said the little, the, the, the dude was wearing a mask. Her dad let him in though. And when he came in, she said he grabbed her one-year-old baby brother by the hair and threw him across <gasps> the room. Oh my um, God. She also said that the shooter made the family sit on the couch before shooting them in their heads. Um, the baby boy that I just mentioned, the 10-year-old girl and her eight-year-old brother who was asleep in a bedroom, they all survived. The 10-year-old girl, again, she's not named because she's a minor, so I'm just going to call her Hero. So Hero waited for the gunman to leave, and then she FaceTimed her grandma, and her <gasps> grandma called the police. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wild story. Smart little girl. Smart but- little girl. Girl, Very devastating. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, the motive is unclear, but that shooter, Xavier Davis, he's in jail and his his uh bail is, is set at one million dollars. Good. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, do you know about the war that's going on in Ethiopia? Tell me about it. Well, um, so in Ethiopia, there's there's a region called the Tigray region, and uh, this war has been going on since November. Um, I have I've been reluctant to talk about it because it's complicated. Um, because the region is so old, and there's con there's old conflicts, right? Right. Um, that I'm not familiar with. With as an outsider, but I I do understand people getting killed for no reason is yeah. very fucked up. Yeah. So um, the detail that's been most disturbing is the mass rapes and rape oh. is a tool of war. Yeah. Um, and women who are refusing uh, rapes are being killed or maimed. Um, there are reports that when they seek medical care after these attacks, that doctors are finding rocks and nails <gasps> shoved inside them. Oh my God. Um, the war has been going on for the past six months. And again, it's not being really talked about on, on American yeah. news. I had not heard about it. Right? I heard. So Erica Badu used her platform and she interviewed an inter- Ethiopian girl who was like, Miss Badu, something really bad is happening. Can you, can I use your platform? Can, can, and so Miss Badu, uh, you know, let the girl tell her story. Right. Uh, so there's some famous American Ethiopians like uh, Tiffany Haddish is half Ethiopian and uh, Nipsey Hussle, famous rapper who was slain right. a couple of years ago. He's uh, half Ethiopian and his dad spoke out about it. Um, but again, the war has been going on. Soldiers have been forcing family members to rape other family members. Oh my God. Um, children so are being awful. tortured, shot. Um, and it Christ. is a real humanitarian crisis. I feel like yeah. that's an understatement. Yeah. Sorry, my my son came in. He wanted pudding, and I gave him a <laughs> thumbs up. Just go away, eat the pudding. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so the UN has uh, reported they're aware that of th- this deliberate targeting of civilians. Thousands of people have been killed. Food supplies are low. Um, and the violence is preventing people from getting their basic needs met. They can't work. They can't get food. Um, and reports are saying that there are 350,000 people in famine conditions. Wow. The Ethiopian government has denied blocking any humanitarian access. Um, and again, the war began in November. Uh, the Ethiopian president or the government blames the t- 
anti-Grayan People's Liberation Front for the war. And the president ordered an attack on that specific organization in November, and it's been violence uh, and terribleness ever since. since. Um, Medical centers are being destroyed, and the terrible thing is that there's just not enough awareness about it. So that's why we're bringing it it to you here. So if you want to learn more, just Google it. Um, I watched a lot of Instagram (laughs) and TikTok videos. um, And you can donate to places like uh, World Vision, World Vision, International Rescue Committee, SaveTheChildren.org and UNICEF um, if you want to help. Nice. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence. And give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. The truth about the Haditha massacre has been covered up, but not anymore. I know you know what happened. They went into houses and killed women and children. What are you thinking? What a mess. U.S. Marines murdered innocent civilians in cold blood. And at the center of it all is 25-year-old Sergeant Frank Wooderick. And me. Murder in House 2. A new podcast from Crowd Network. The last story I want to tell you about, I mean, I have other ones, but you know about the, you know about the Shikari Richardson bullshit? Uh-uh. What? Are you serious? What news are you watching? You know what? I feel like I, I we, we, because you're a, a white gen A white lady. Yeah, you're a white lady and I'm a black millennial. I, we, are, we do live in two different worlds. worlds yeah. And so the, the stuff that comes across my eyeballs is so different, different. from what comes across yours. So Shikari Richardson is, yes, yeah, she is that girl. She, so she's the famous sprinter. She reminds me of Flo Oh, Bill. okay. She, yes, yes, yes. I did hear about With this. With her nails yes. and her wigs. Plus, she's queer. Uh, okay. So shout out to yeah. the kitty pox out I there. I didn't re- recognize her name, but oh, I, okay. I, I do know about this story. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's pretty fucked up. Cause yeah. she was, um, she was, you know, like running and racing and being, she got, she got interviewed by somebody who was like, Oh, did you know your mom died? And she 
was like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, it was her biological mother because I right. guess she she was maybe raised adopted? by her grandmother. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and because after she ran the race where she like smoked everybody on weed lugs, by the way, mind yeah. you, uh, <laughs> she beat all you guys with weed lugs. That's amazing. Anyway, after that race, she went and like hugged her grandma in the stands. But so she tested. She smoked after that, right? She got right. this terrible news. You know, she was needed a way to out. cope. Yeah. Needed a way to you know, it's it's painful, right? Uh, and 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 it's totally understandable. Plus, it's fucking legal where she right. was. Right. It she was is, in Oregon and it's yeah, legal there. So, it is legal like, there. what's the big fucking deal? Right, right. It, and I, it felt like an exception could have been made, right? Like, yeah. Michael Phelps, uh, I think, tested positive for cannabis also. Maybe not right before he was supposed to compete in the Olympics, maybe after, but he was still able to compete in the world championship. So yeah. there is definitely a double standard. Um, so she still has a chance to run in a relay race. She just won't get to do just like not, she just won't get to blow everybody away on right. solo, solo right. Right? right? But in other racist Olympic news, <laughs> they are banning swim caps that are designed what? for people with African hair. What? Why? Because they say that it doesn't fit the natural, it doesn't uh, fit the natural shape of a head. <laughs> so the the cap, you can put like your braids or your right, locks right. or your afro Shove and all it, your it, hair in there. Yeah, yeah. and it, it it um expands, so it, it looks kind of like a like a statue of Nefertiti. Yeah. So what? Why? Because you know what the, the IOC is racist. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what is there? Just because it doesn't it doesn't it, follow the natural the shape, shape of the head. Of your head. And they also said, and but, this maybe that may, why does that even matter? <laughs> I don't. You know, know? what does a fucking matter? I have, I, I, I mean, and I know. Why am I yelling at you? With, it starts with an R and ends I, with aces. Let's know. all be angry about this because this is some bullshit. Yeah, this is uh, some supreme bullshit. <laughs> I think another justification that they gave is the women who use it who sought approval to do so in Olympic competition did not get approval in time. I mean, the Olympics oh. is three weeks away, but still, okay. it's just a swim cap. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's the big deal. Yeah, what is the big deal? Are oh, they are they trying to people. keep black women out of the swimming pool on yeah. purpose? Fuck uh. you guys. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, and another thing, <laughs> another thing, another racist Olympic thing. So remember how we we talked about a couple weeks ago? Simone Biles did something amazing. Yeah, uh, it was so amazing. It's never been attempted by a woman in the history of like the universe. Right, and uh, she nailed it. And she was like. Cause I can, (laughs) which was just awesome. And, um, she's supposed to get extra points because of difficulty, but they're not giving them to her because, (laughs) because I don't know if this is true. I just read this in an article. The lower, the lower scores discourage other athletes from attempting, uh, attempting harder, dangerous skills. So Uh. Simone Biles has the bar like in the sky. Right. And then the rest of y'all hoes, uh, have the bar like in hell and the IOC wants everybody to be like in hell yeah. where it's where it's quote unquote fair so people's right. feelings don't get hurt I oh, don't that's, know yeah that, that's bullshit it is isn't it yes. um so um that's all I've got what do you how long have I been talking oh my god <laughs> 20 minutes have, have you really oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
<laughs> Take this microphone away. I'm going to turn it off. What do you got, Beth? Well, I have some good news. Oh, okay. What is it? So non-binary, intersex, and gender non-conforming Americans will be able to choose a gender option other than male or female <gasps> when applying for a U.S. passport. That is outstanding. Yeah. Oh, my God. Un aplauso. Who did this? The policy change is part of the State Department's effort to take further steps toward ensuring the fair treatment of LGBTQ plus U.S. U.S. citizens, mm. uh, regardless of their gender or sex. It's not known when the third gender marker, reportedly to be an X, will be available. So oh. it's coming. Okay. And once it's in place, we'll be joining a growing number of countries with such a passport option, including Australia, Canada, Germany, India, Nepal, and New Zealand. That is so wonderful yeah. to hear. So good news. That is really good news. That is really great news. Again, this this gender binary thing is only, a, uh, it's, it's colonialism. Yeah. Uh, colonialism and and uh, Christianity uh, yeah. that have b but before those two things arrived, um, there were two spirit right there. Th th even in nature, there is uh, b uh, my favorite uh, slug, the banana slug changes its sex if it needs to it's and frogs do. I mean, it's it's even in nature. So yes, it is to n deny it is bullshit. And yes. I'm so happy. Uh, yeah. to hear this news. Thanks, Beth. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, the next one's not such good news. Okay, I'm bracing. So uh, there was a hockey player uh, who was <gasps> killed yesterday. Did you I hear about that? I heard about this. Yeah. Yes, the fireworks blew him up. Yeah, so his name is uh, Mattis Kavlenix. And okay. I'm sorry if I pronounce that wrong. Okay. Um, but he's he was the 24-year-old goalie of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus, Ohio or Columbus, Canada? Ohio. Oh, okay. Okay. But he's actually from a different country, so I, I can't remember what country he's from, but... Okay. Um, anyway, um, he died on July 4th after a firework accidentally detonated on his chest. Yikes. So okay. he was sitting in a hot tub at a holiday party at a private home in Novi, Michigan, when an aerial mortar firework slightly <gasps> tilted over and shot him in the chest. <gasps> yeah. So oh my God. He also suffered a head injury and uh, emergency medical technicians transported him to a hospital, but he was later pronounced dead. So I wish I wish you could see my face. It's contorting in all yeah. sorts of ways. That yeah. is wild. Horrific. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2020, 18 people died due to firework accidents and an estimated 16,000 others were hospitalized with <gasps> firework related injuries. 16,000. Wow. Yeah. Uh, almost 16,000. I, I rounded off. <laughs> there you go. Rounding up. There we go. <laughs> Every year before the 4th of July holiday, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission releases a warning video showing fireworks dangers. And in its 2021 video, the commission advised against amateur handling of aerial devices and warned viewers to beware of quick match fuses, which cause explosives to detonate shortly after being lit. 
And um, Mattis Kivlenix wasn't the only person uh, who was harmed by fireworks on the 4th of July, which was yesterday because we're recording this on the 5th. Yeah. A 41-year-old man named Stephen Sims died in Huntington County, Indiana, when a mortar exploded in a fireworks tube and fragments from the exploded tube entered his body, killing him on site. On site? On site. Yeah. A 30-year-old man in Kirksville, Missouri, lost his hand to a fireworks accident on Friday night. A man in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, lost part of his hand while trying to shoot a firework mortar from his car's sunroof. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah. Murka. Wow. Murka. Y'all watch this. (laughs) Famous last words. A man in Waukegan, Illinois, lost most of his face (gasps) while checking on a firework that exploded while he was looking at it. What? Dude! (laughs) (laughs) And then at least three people were injured after a U-Haul carrying fireworks caught fire (gasps) in an Ohio neighborhood on the 4th of July. The chaotic scene was caught on video by neighbors and posted to social media, and bystanders likened the ordeal to being in a war zone. (gasps) Wait a minute. There's video? Yeah, there is. I watched it. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Whoa. I'm laughing, but I know I shouldn't laugh. I know. People died, right? No, people were injured. Nobody died in that one. So, oh, Uh, and some people in Mesa, Arizona, set their house on fire and burned it to the ground when they did not properly dispose of their used fireworks. You have to soak them in a bucket of water after they're done, people. Even duds should be soaked in water for 24 hours and then double bagged in plastic before they're disposed of to keep them wet. Right. So at least in that, in the case of the Mesa, Arizona house burning down, the family all made it out of the house okay. So that's good news. That is good news. Now, uh, now I have never fucked with fireworks Fireworks. my entire life, but old Whitey, he likes fireworks, guns, all... (laughs) white people are crazy Anything you, you, you know I, you know you get, you get it fireworks so <laughs> you do yeah okay well i i just know they're dangerous and but yeah. um my husband is really comfortable with them um the kind you get you know they have tents all over town yeah. fireworks you can get them on the holidays now yeah. you can get them at the grocery store yeah. I mean, they're I mean, everywhere i don't mind sparklers yeah those and, are fun. uh what are those? The snakes, things Ooh, like that. I love those. I love but those, the ones yeah. that go up into the air, those scare me when when people set them off. Right. Yeah. Me too. And um, we so a bunch of neighbors last night were were lighting a bunch of them. We all had yeah. different kinds. My neighbors had the kind that go shoot up in the air, in the sky. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, <laughs> they left them outside. Um, and they just hu- left them there? They just left them there. So my husband gathered them up and we put them in, we soaked them all in water. But it Good. was also raining last night. It was monsoon. Oh. So maybe the people in Mesa were like, ah, we don't need to soak It'll it. It'll be fine. It's a yeah. monsoon. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah, everything's going to get wet. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So their house burned down. That is too bad. Wow. (laughs) So my next story also comes from our Fruit Loops correspondent Marcus. So you know it's gonna be fucked up. This yes, this has been (laughs) fucked up Fruit Loops news with Marcus. Marcus, yeah. (laughs) So a child's body was found inside a freezer at a Chesterfield home in Virginia. And police have arrested the parents. What? Cassine Weaver, 49, and Dina D. Weaver, 48, of Chesterfield were charged with conspiracy to conceal a body and failing to render aid to a child. Okay. Both parents have since 
been released on bond. What? Yeah, so they're out and about, everybody. They don't have any other kids, do they? Yeah, they do. No! Uh, yeah. Oh, no! Their arrests came after police found their son, Eliel Adon Weaver's body in the freezer. Police said they believe that uh, he went by Aiden. So okay. Aiden's body had been in the freezer for up to two years. <gasps> No way. Police haven't released his age. They only say that he was under five years old. Oh, my God. And uh, the cause and manner of his death remain under investigation. Oh, my God. So um, they had a second child who was older. Okay. And uh, that child has been placed into foster care. So Wow. Oh and the older God. child was being homeschooled. And anytime a crime story talks about kids being homeschooled i'm like yeah that's yep. fucked up because yeah. a lot of these people homeschool school their kids because they want control over them yeah and, although or they don't don't want uh school administrators to to get uh involved to poke their nose into their business yeah 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 and i hearing hearing you say that makes sense right um right i do know i'm not saying all homeschooled yeah people are like that i'm just saying when i read these crime stories when they say homeschool i'm like oh that's not good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um holy shit and this was in virginia yes virginia chesterfield virginia yeah. so many questions yeah so we'll have to keep our eyes on that one yeah oh yeah. my god um okay i have a theory though what? i think um, okay, so I'm just trying to give this family the benefit of the doubt. What if the kid died accidentally, right? But the family right. was like, I don't they know, didn't, you know, they, they didn't, didn't want to, they didn't want to get in yeah. trouble or part ways with the body. Like maybe there's emotional ties. Maybe there's a cultural practice that requires. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that the kid uh, died accidentally, but wouldn't you call nine one one or something? Like not believing that your kid's dead. You know, it'd be like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, I would be calling 911, but I'm white. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, um, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that might be the only time I call, I would ever call 911 in my whole life is yeah. if I was worried that one of my kids was dying. But, right, right. Yeah. Um, also, one more piece to this puzzle was that Cassine Weaver, the father, was abusing Dina, the wife. Um, oh, so, that is crucial information. Yeah. Okay. So I, I suspect that it was he did it. Yeah. domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. God, what a story. Jesus. Yeah. Man. Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> yeah. I have one last story for you. Okay, take it away. What do you so got? an Indiana man was sentenced to 60 days imprisonment and banned from Yellowstone National Park for five years what after pleading do? guilty to disorderly conduct. What did he do? Jack off in a tree or something? <laughs> nope. He was drunk. Okay. Wait. He was drunk and now they won't let him at the park anymore. Yeah, well, he 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 acted a fool. So <laughs> well, when, he was he was, was he with doing? some people and they were supposed to uh, take a guided kayak trip. Oh, okay. and uh, so all the people were drunk. Okay, okay. <laughs> and the guys like, uh, no, no, guys, uh, you can't do this. You're you're too drunk. Uh-huh. And they got they got mad, and oh. uh, so then they they, they asked they, to speak uh, to the manager. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they they uh, were raucous, I guess. Um, so the guide had to call security.
security officers. Oh and, no! And security. then when the yeah, so when security came, uh, this guy made threatening comments, and uh, he uh, refused to obey officers' orders. He Ooh. he wouldn't, uh, you know, do what they wanted him to do. He uh-huh. kicked at the Rangers. No. He resisted arrest, <gasps> and uh, yeah, he was acting a fool. Oh no! So oh. he got. Um, a five-year term of unsupervised probation, and he was ordered to pay a uh, $1,550 fine okay. and a $50 special assessment fee uh, from this incident. And wow. while reading this, I'm thinking, this drunk dude acting a fool uh-huh. got more punishment than that lady who participated <laughs> in the planned January 6th insurrection. Oh, my God. Yes, you are absolutely (laughs) right. That was for you, not either of those people. (laughs) So that lady, her name was Anna Morgan Lloyd, and she described her participation in the January 6th insurrection as the best day ever. (gasps) So... Oh, yeah. Oh, she's not even she's not even trying to like pretend. Well, this was like right right after it happened. Okay. She was like, "Yay, this is awesome. Whee! This is so cool." <laughs> and then um when she was pulled into court, she's like, "I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't mean yeah. to." Save those blah, white lady blah, tears. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's uh ridiculous that this g- drunk. I mean, yeah, he was drunk and acting a fool and he shouldn't yeah. have done what he did, but for him to get a harsher punishment and a lady who participated in the January 6th insurrection, I think, uh, is egregious. democracy, threatening yeah. to kill our yes. leaders. Like, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That is wild. And and just uh, to, to your point, like even bigger, if you uh, um, zoom in, not zoom in, zoom out on all the stories we talked about tonight, the Britney Spears thing, the uh, Bill Cosby thing, the January 6th lady, and then this dude uh, who <laughs> was drunk at a park. Uh, what is going on? Justice, yeah. like, <laughs> justice, yeah, it's all over the place, man. Ju- is justice blind and stupid? What is going on? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> wow, well, that that wow. Well, you know what? All I can say is that is the news. <laughs> Look alive, y'all! It's crazy out there. us back. Our website is fruitloopspod.com. Our Facebook page is Fruit Loops Pod, and our discussion group is Fruit Loops Pod Discussion on Facebook. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at Fruit Loops Pod, and links to our sources will be in our footnotes. If you want to support the show, you can send us a donation on the Cash App. Just Google Fruit Loops Pod Cash App, or you can become a monthly patron through Podbean. This will help us pay for things like our website and pod hosting. There's no minimum and no commitment. Even a dollar would help. And as always, we have merch for sale on our website. 
That's right. Now, this is a weekly podcast and new episodes drop every Thursday. So until next time, look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Paul Brandis introducing my podcast, Countdown to Dallas. It's a fascinating, in-depth look at the seemingly unconnected events that led to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. It's based on my book of the same title. In that book and in this podcast, I go all the way back to 1939, when Lee Harvey Oswald was born into a troubled and dysfunctional family. I'll follow his transient and often violent teenage years and young adulthood, painting a fuller picture of the man who would later become Kennedy's killer. I also take a look at events unfolding in that era, like Cuba and Vietnam, And I'll unpack the conspiracy theories, too, not one of which has ever been conclusively proven. Subscribe to Countdown to Dallas at evergreenpodcasts.com or your favorite listening app, October 31st. We are gathered here today to give you permission to plan the wedding that you want. I'm Jessica Bishop. And I'm Sari Wienerman. And we're the hosts of the Bouquet Toss podcast. Today's couples have to juggle so many things, from family expectations to outdated traditions and what's currently trending. So to make it easier, we're going deep to figure out why we do weddings the way that we do, so you can decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. You are cordially invited to subscribe to the Bouquet Toss wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcast.com. By the power vested in us, we pronounce you free to plan your day your way.